Twitter handle at religion of woke, all one word. You got two choices. You can help poor women, poor black people, poor Chicanos, poor Native Americans, or you can ignore poor people and go with identity politics and try and help women, black people, Chicanos, Native Americans, and completely fail at helping anyone. You decide. So I'm watching this cynical historian on YouTube again, and uh, he's got kind of a video on protesting. I thought I might summarize a little bit of it, give you some years to go with the things you heard of. So the first thing is, I think in my last, whatever, what I've been saying is like the Civil Rights Act of 64 and 65, because I didn't know. I, you know I, I heard both numbers. The answer is there was the Civil Rights Act of 64 and there was the Voting Rights Act of 65. So, whatever. They did two things over two years. Uh, I guess they were both big deals. Uh, helping, basically striking down all the um, segregation stuff in the South. And I think the 64 Civil Rights Act says you can't discriminate on the basis of race. And then I think the 65 Voting Rights Act is you can't, discriminate against people for voting on the basis of race. Not sure why they had two of them. I'm sure there's a reason. Seems like the first one should have covered it. Maybe the people in the South were still fighting it, so they're like, we got you, buddy. We'll just do another law. And then in 1962, uh, I guess under Kennedy, we started putting special forces into Vietnam, and America didn't care. It was just a few special forces in some anti-communist uh, plot or whatever, or thing, not plot, but uh, plan, it was no big deal. Then in 1964, there was the, I don't know, I don't know that much about it, but the Gulf of Tonkin. I heard of that, and that was kind of what got us into, uh, instead of having 20,000 troops in Vietnam, we had 200,000. Then we had 400,000. And apparently, half of the Gulf of Tonkin thing was a mistake, so... Whatever. It's that classic thing. Oh, they didn't even attack us, but we sent 200,000 American troops over there anyways. And so LBJ was president when we went from 20 to 200 grand. And so that's interesting. Like, I always heard that, like, Kennedy started the war. Anyways, so I guess Kennedy kind of started the war, but LBJ uh, sent over the, you know, the re he really started the war. I don't know if you ever heard that famous uh, chant at the protest. They'd be like, hey, hey, LBJ, how many kids did you kill today? Which is kind of amusing because, right, you know, back home, he's like doing every f important um, law for black people, every important law for poor people. And then uh, he was getting called a kid killer. I mean, whatever. LBJ, he was a heck of a guy. He was not messing around. He did lots of stuff and... Good or bad, he did stuff. He was not a uh, wallflower who wouldn't get out on the dance floor. And for some reason, I think I should add, he was from Texas. And then that war, they had the draft, which gave something for people to protest. So I guess, you know, not only are you getting, you know, in 68 after MLK is killed, they got all the, I want to call them the Black Lives Matter riots, but whatever. They had all the civil rights protests, but uh, they also had the Vietnam protests. Protests. So basically, black people and white people in the second half of the 60s had something to do. 
And remember, if you are a masculine man going out and protesting, you will get a lot of tang. And also, that's about the time that birth control came in, so, uh, whatever. You could be an 18-year-old girl and an 18-year-old boy, and you could boink, boink, boink. And, you know, a few years previously, uh, you had to get married, and someone had to get a job, and someone had to take care of that kid. But now you could just boink, boink, boink some more. And apparently the epicenter of all this stuff was Berkeley, uh, Univer University of California at Berkeley, you know, across from San Francisco. And they're like, hey, we want to protest for civil rights. Hey, we want to protest for uh, into the Vietnam War. And then they're like, hey, you know, those two things combine into we want to protest for free speech. We want to be able to protest and speak our minds. Which is awesome, but the funniest thing is, is that Berkeley is now, that's where, like, if you're not woke, they will shut your ass down so fast. They don't, you know, like, free speech is, uh, same thing as hate speech in Berkeley today. You know, like if you said, uh, I think, you know, the benefits of, the, the, the pros and the cons of Trump and Biden should be weighed, and then everyone should be able to choose on their own, that'll give you a big fat punch in your nose. Okay, in 68, Bobby Kennedy was assassinated, MLK was assassinated, and the Democratic Convention was in Chicago, and the cops, like, beat the living crap out of a bunch of protesters with batons. So that's one of those, uh, Kent State, maybe we'll get to Kent State, I don't know. Anyways, that's one of those classic things where they, uh, kind of like, you know, um, it was like those black kids who they, they sick the dogs on them when they tried to go to school. That's a famous, you know, bunch of video. Uh, anyways, Chicago beating the protesters there, the Democratic Convention. Whatever. They made some good video at those things. Okay, Kent State. That's the thing I'm thinking of. That's where uh, the cops shot some protesters. Anyways, that's 1970. We're not there yet. Okay, this is interesting. So, 68. I mean, it's just a hell of a year. Um... At the same time, Native Americans were protesting. They created a red state thing. Um, Chicanos, I guess, in California, they were also protesting and holding up their fists like Black Lives Matter. Sorry, like Black Power. And even more than those guys were feminists going out and marching. So, like, just everyone, like, this, you know, late 60s, early 70s, everyone was marching for something. I don't think any of those people changed anything, really. Basically, black people had already won the Civil Rights Act laws. Women never did get the Equal Rights Amendment. Not sure what Native Americans and Chicanos wanted, but they didn't get no laws either. Whatever. It was just, it was just fun to go out and protest and get some tang. So this is interesting. So while this stuff is going on, like we're about to have a right-wing backlash, but... All this protesting stuff, you know, this is based on identity, you know. Are you a woman? Are you black? Etc. It's identity politics. I guess this is when identity politics started in the late 60s. And so there had been a bunch of, there had been a big infrastructure of people on the left. And what they cared about was class. You know, it was like poor people versus rich people. Or maybe workers versus, you know, owners. Um... And so that's when it changed. 
didn't matter if you're poor or rich. It mattered your skin color. It mattered, uh, mattered what was between your legs. Thank you, late 60s. Thank you for that. We've since gone on to solve every single problem involving all those things because of what you started. Oh, wait. I think we did. I don't know. Maybe. Right? We're all equal. Black people are happy. Women are happy. Yeah? Maybe? Like I kind of said, um, America did not like all this counterculture, protesting, identity politics stuff, and uh, they started heading a little bit more to the right. Although Carter was elected in 1977, so he was on the left. Jimmy Carter. I looked up, I typed in Carter into Google, and Carter is like some brand that makes clothing or something. I had to be like, Carter President. And they're like, oh, you mean Jimmy Carter? How soon we forget. Here's another interesting thing. So, like, back in, like, the 50s and the earlier 60s and the late 60s, um, you know, the people who were against all the protesters, they would label them communists, you know? And that was, like, you know, like, uh, like McCarthyism and whatever. America was against communism, and so that was kind of a... Whatever, I think it was, it was a not fair... It was not necessarily a fair thing to say... You guys are communists, because if you're a communist, then you're bad back then. But they, so they mislabel you communist. But what's funny now is that, like, the modern protests, they are communist. I mean, they're Marxist, which is the same thing. Like, Black Lives Matter, you go to their uh, website, even though they're not a coherent group. Uh, yeah, they're Marxist. I'm pretty sure, Ant you know, Antifa, they're, I don't know what they are, but they're more Marxist than they are not Marxist. So they maybe used to mislabel people as communists? Anyways, now they wear it as a badge of honor. And of course they're unaware that if we implemented communism, uh, a billion people would starve to death in the next year, and probably another billion after that. Capitalism, where people try as hard as they can to make as much uh, wealth for the world and for themselves, that's the way to go. The incentives have to align correctly. And so the, I mean, I don't even know if this is a right-wing backlash, but anyways, it ain't left-wing. So, starting in 65, going through about 1990, there was a fourth great awakening. Uh, if you heard of those, it's like throughout American history, every so often there's kind of a Christian, uh, evangelical, you know, big tent preacher kind of thing. And uh, it's called a Great Awakening. Everyone, you know, everyone gets into their uh, Christianity, and they call it a Great Awakening. And there's been four of them in history, and one of them happened from '65 to '90, 1965 to 1990. Ah, and that's when abortion was added to the uh, evangelical voter list of things that they cared about a bunch. Well, and so they got rid of Carter, and Reagan came in. Good times. Uh, you know, I think after Reagan, I mean, I was a kid when Reagan was president, but after Reagan, I know what happened. So I guess we'll just, uh, we'll call this episode an end, and hopefully you're not so effing old that you don't know what happened after Reagan, or so young that you uh, don't care about the stuff before Reagan. I'll tell you, it would be awesome if there's some like 90-year-old person listening to what I'm saying and be like, wait, what happened next?